0: podcast is part of the sports social podcast network
1: no <laughs> roger
0: friends 10 toes down i'll be free the is there
1: anything that leno messi is better than you <laughs> ask your i respect I'm your opinions, him, maybe, opinions. maybe in your opinion Messi, is better than I mean, no but me but really in my mind i'm better than I him i do it again add it up add it up
2: Everything is on me, gon' back it up matter what Told you I'ma do me, why you hating on me? It's not adding up I do roll like a Mack truck, country heart I'ma cop a farm and go add set up scars like I was cold hearted. We'll now I'm we're back we're up Keep me real, I do this once a month, I don't rap much I, on much. On I just it's hit the massive. money and go stack up Only like buy a car, the car, 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 take it, it up All that other bull, it don't matter much You only climb me, I put the letters up
1: No fault, I done doubled up on the workload
2: think i fell in love with the bank roll, pray up give money then we lay low then we lay low
0: yes guys i'm sorry welcome to ace podcast nation welcome to Rodri gigs on football without Rodri Giggs. unfortunately Rodri has got a flat tire and he is stuck on the side of the road currently um not much we can do about that but uh he's hoping to join us i've also contacted a couple of different people to join us and uh, we'll have a little chat about football there is lots to discuss we're going to talk gareth bale after his uh, retirement with fa cup carabao cup transfers chelsea buy-in everybody in the world at the moment it seems like so um, there's lots to discuss as always get your uh your comments in stuff like that it helps you know get the questions keep us moving all the rest of it it's uh it's one of them really mate uh, boys and girls we are uh, it's just me so we gotta we gotta go with the flow as it were but uh it's, it's 2023 we're back and um going to be rejigging a few things over the, next, the coming weeks. So do keep a lookout for that. Um, also, I uh, got a new sponsor, which we'll talk about in a bit, um, which I'm very excited about because I love it. It is incredible stuff. So if you're a if you're a coffee drinker, then I highly recommend uh, you tune in for that. Um, we'll do a Super 6 update as well in just a second uh, as we wait for some of the, the late covers and the stragglers to join us. uh, We do a charity Super 6 prediction league. There's myself and Rodri and there's all sorts of uh, ex-footballers and ex-Cardiff City legends uh, who join in as well. You can test your your football knowledge against them by making your predictions. Um, The last time I think we looked, I was well ahead of Rodri, like 20-odd points. Um, So we'll see how that's developed in just a second. But, um, yeah, as always, look, if you've got questions, get them in want to talk about a particular subject send it in send it in the comments for live on facebook youtube twitter all that stuff and then um, we'll get stuck into them um just because Rodri's no here not here at the moment it'll be no less brutally honest as always um although last week my mood was very much spoiled by the fact that i had to talk about cardiff um and that kind of whole situation of being linked with the Neil Warner coming back that really kind of upset me and also the way they had been playing and that but we'll talk about Cardiff and Leeds a little bit later on and um, that was encouraging I thought that was good to see I thought we played some good stuff great to see Isaac Davis back as well um and I stand by what I said I think that if you give Mark some time I think eventually he can get it right I think it's he's kind of he's got the defense playing pretty well I think um we just need to make some tweaks really in terms of the attacking stuff and then I think there's there's some there's some promising signs that of course there's some issues as well like I do think um the scoring goals and that side of things is problematic obviously but there's there's things that uh, I think he's doing well at the moment um obviously cardiff paid the first installment uh towards emiliano Sala as well that's kind of long overdue um we'll talk about that as well if we like i'm i'm happy to talk about anyone but um the super six was rough uh this week like it was hard um but i also think that you know those difficult weeks no one no one does well it's all right I think you know we can kind of deal with that and we did uh we'll talk about that now let me just set this up and then we'll go Uh, that's not working right that's how it's handy so um get your questions in yeah Reese uh it is it is it is at the moment I think it'll probably stay that way as well um I'm kind of like i'm thinking about different things to do and and different ways to take things forward and and change things up a little bit um but this will probably be free i think now on facebook and twitter and youtube and stuff uh every thursday as you know mate so i think that's the plan but we will um obviously we'll see how it goes and see how it develops but certainly for the time being it is back on just the normal facebook and stuff and then uh, we'll go from there yet yeah, craig you are right mate super six was problematic this week um so on that note we'll do uh the old super six update um i think only three people let me just bring it up because will sent it to me earlier let's have a look uh super six update last week was the fa cup with a few upsets we saw very low scoring round only three people Scored double figures. Uh, so it's a joint win for Sue Coleman, John Morgan, and ex Cardiff City legend, my good friend, Mr. Willie Boland, all on 11 points. Uh, myself and Rodri did not have a productive week. Rodri had a whopping four points. Uh, unfortunately, I only got two, which means that uh, I still have an overall lead of 21 points. So there we go. That is beautiful, beautifully beautiful to see um i'm sure we'll have some people um I'm, I'm hoping i've asked a couple of people to join uh some new some old but um obviously it's very late way, As Rodri uh, went over a pothole so um it is what it is you know it is what it is we'll uh, we'll see how we go because obviously i would prefer we could talk to Rodri and we could get stuck into some of these subjects especially i think there's lots to discuss like, uh, there's lots going on. Man City, the serial holders of the Carabao Cup, out. You've got FA Cup uh, shocks and upsets and replays. Cardiff two nil up. I saw some people moaning about that, and they were like, oh, we're tuning up, and we lost Hudson out. And it's like, you're tuning up, up to a Premier League team, and you've got to expect the Premier League team to come back. Um, I thought Cardiff played pretty well. Was it amazing? You know, were they the best? No, like, but compared to what it's been recently, I thought it was phenomenal because we've been shower off. Shit. Um, and it was very, very good to see Isaac Davis back up, but really, was loving that. And I think, um, I thought he made it, I thought he had a pretty good game. And uh, I think, when it comes down to it, these types of players are the ones which can make a difference long term long term as well um you know Ruben Corwell I've seen a few people kind of almost writing him off like he's a very young young player hasn't still hasn't really had a, like a massive long run in the team so that, I think that takes time you know you've got to these young players they're always going to be a bit up and down and I think the way you get the best out of them is you give them a few starts first and foremost and you um, you bring him on like now and again. Like look, at the way, um, for instance, Audrey's team United are using Gennaro. He starts a couple of games, you know, in the winnable games, and then goes back. You know, comes off the bench and makes an impact because he's he's got that experience of playing with the players and the team. But also, you know, he's not being run to death because he's their one sort of their hope to to, to win football match. So look. Uh, I think Mark Hudson's got a big job on his hand, and I think anyone who's just expected him to walk in and with the squad he's got and you know, get promoted or whatever or be up there, I think he's probably kidding themselves. But on the other hand, Cardiff probably should be better than where they are now. Of course they should. Um, but I wanted to start with... Um, we we'll are talk Gareth Bale, mate. Uh, mates boys and girls um retired this week from uh from football overall not just international football I think we all kind of expected him to retire from international football it was just whether he was going to carry on at club level um I kind of assumed he was going to retire but oh, you never know do you like players are going to make their own decisions um what I would say is Um, I asked the question when I was posted on social media earlier, is Gareth Bale the greatest Welsh player of all time? Um, Absolutely, yes. I don't think it's even uh, like a a real question. Like I think it's absolutely nailed on. Well, I'm going to ask a question to you guys. Do you think Gareth Bale is the greatest British player of all time? Like, won it all at club level? Got Wales to the World Cup, got Wales to the Euros, performed at the Euros, certainly. Um, Some massive moments, massive, massive moments for for Wales in terms of, like, when they really needed him. Last-minute goals, free kicks, headers, you know, anything. Like the Scotland game, the Ukraine game, like these just big moments where you needed him to stand up. Even as he was getting older and he didn't have the legs, he would still come up with something special to drag us through and i think gareth bale epitomizes the change in welsh football over the last 10 years in terms of the relationship with the fans the way the faw sort of conducts themselves and interacts with the fans treats the fans um i think there's there's uh, he's a big part of that as a like a focal point but also as as who he is i think his time at Real Madrid is massively underrated he won everything from there was one of the Champions League he won it was almost um like single-handedly just something special he done it a couple of times in the Champions League final in fairness he scored that overhead kick to me um but he also scored that what the goal I was thinking of was the one he kind of picks it up on halfway on the wing and he runs and the player tries to foul him and he literally takes him like a couple of yards off the pitch and he just Puts the table goes on runs around and scores and then um, in my opinion in my opinion i think he's in the conversation for the greatest british player of all time i don't know whether i would say he is because there's plenty of players over the years you know even someone like ryan Giggs, i think you cannot ignore what the man's done uh on a football pitch and, and with his career but unfortunately things after that have kind of soured people on him like pre, pre previous to his off the field problems um i think he would have been most people's choice simply because of his uh his his career everything he won it was you know it was special so um there's lots of that also i think in terms of the greatest british player of all time i think and I stand by this. I said this a few weeks back, probably around the World Cup time. Was like when you look back and you look at Messi and Ronaldo. In my opinion, there's been a few players who've kind of got a bit of momentum, and then you start thinking, "Oh, are they going to break the cycle?" So the, those players would be. There was a couple of years of Griezmann when he was at Atletico Madrid first time round. People thought he was really pushing hard. He was excellent for a couple of seasons. Um, who else was there? Neymar, maybe once or twice. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't think he was really ever in that conversation. But some people did think he was when he was at Barca. Um, but Messi and Ronaldo was so far ahead of everybody else that it was like no one was even in the same stratosphere as them. In my opinion, Gareth Bale's the only one across the whole of Europe who ever came close matching their stats their performances their consistency and people will point to his injury record at Madrid but actually if you look at his injury record it isn't as bad as what people make out and I think um look there was times when it wasn't great and I think there was probably times where he played for Wales when he shouldn't have because he had been injured for Madrid and stuff like that so it was difficult it was difficult. But for me, Gareth Bale is up there. Um, I'm going to be joined in just a second by Mr. Robert Boyle. He's going to come and join me. He's going to give me his opinion on uh, on Gareth Bale. Great. Is he the greatest Welsh player of all time? Is he the greatest British player of all time? I obviously want you guys to chip in as well. Um, bear with me a second as I bring in the Boyle Meister, um, who's just come and, uh, come and join me quickly like at the last minute. Because Rodders has got a a puncture, um, so let's find Robert. Let's skip through all the co-hosts until we find Robert. Race Robert. There he is. Robert Boyle. Hello. Jesus, you're loud. Happy New Year. How are you?
2: Happy New Year, mate. I'm wicked. How are you? I'm good, mate.
0: I've spoken to you for ages.
2: I know it's been a while, man. Been been a busy bee. A lot of stuff going on, but all good.
0: Um, so we're talking about Gareth Bale, mate. Gareth Bale. Um, is he the greatest Welsh player of all time?
2: I don't see any other argument where else it could be. So I
0: just had a... I just was talking about the greatest British or a British player of all time. Um, but I want to hear your thoughts on who, who who possibly runs in close for the greatest Welsh player of all time. <sighs>
2: Are we just talking from a, an international point of view, or well, just greatest Welsh players of all time? Like,
0: who do you think, uh, like, is possibly in the conversation alongside Gareth Bale?
2: Um, taking out um, uh, Welsh appearances and things like that. Vinny jo-
0: Jones, obviously, is hands down. Hands yes. down, the best Welsh player of all time.
2: No, I, I think if you, as bloody dog shut up. Um, I, it pains me to say it in a way, but I think if you're going to talk about non-international related, I think Giggs would run in close, purely because of what he achieved at club level. Um, you know, clearly he didn't obviously achieve nowhere near as what Bale did on an international stage, but the guy, you know, won what 15 titles at United? Yeah, stupid. Uh, He won everything, but then, but then Gareth Bale won everything, mate. Like, yeah, well, well, that's it. I'd still take Bale over him, but I think he's the only one who's close. Um, in so, a modern era, anyway, you know, um, you know, I'm only 34 years of age. Some may argue Toshack and you know and beyond with that, you know, but you know, I'm going on based on my era, if you like. Um, you know, you look at my time is, you know, you Bale, uh, Bellamy, um, speed. You know, he's yeah, awesome. Ramsey. Ramsey, yeah, they got him in a. Rob or to a certain extent, um, Jesus, you know, nah, but I talk- think
0: we're scraping a barrel with right mate there. We're talking as <laughs> Welsh know, players all time. No, old, but, um, you, no disrespect told- to Robert, but like, no, I don't think no, he's you know in that I mean, tier, no, is he?
2: No, but you're talking about the last what 20, I'm, I'm referring to like the last 20 30 years maximum. You know, hmm. you could go beyond that, and people want people are a little bit, well, I mean, like. Themselves.
0: I suppose like the likes of you know Ian Rush and Mark Hughes I would some would argue maybe but like to me the reason why I separate Bale I mean if you put gigs on his own and slightly because like you said what he achieved at club level with one club is so unprecedented that if you put him to one side for a minute because I think there's two conversations isn't there if you're talking the greatest ever Welsh born footballer then Giggs is right up there, he's in that conversation. You can't ignore him. But if you're talking the best Welsh international of all time, yeah. then Gareth yeah. Ben goes way ahead. I know there like is. Craig Craig has said there, John Charles, Reese said maybe John Charles, but he you know, he was never never saw him, so it's difficult. It That's is it. difficult, isn't My it? Point exactly. Yeah. So My thing with the likes of Ian Rush, Dean Saunders, Gary Speed, Speed, to a certain extent, Mark Hughes, even Bellamy, who else? Neville Southall. It's my kind of, not my issue, but the reason why they kind of fade out of the conversation, for me, personally, is because they they failed at the last post in terms of international qualification. And, and look, some of those players, they had the chance, you know, like they got to the very last kind of step, if you like, of before qualification, whether you're talking Mark Bowden's penalty miss or you're talking Mark Hughes' awful management in the two legged two legged game against Russia. Russia. Like those they came they were close enough that I regard that as a failure, but particularly the Russia one, like that's one where I was you know, I was old enough. I was going to games and stuff like that. And I remember when finding out we had Russia and thinking, "Well, we'll beat them with two legs." Mm-hmm. And then Robert Earnshaw played right wing, and we had all these terrible tactics. And I don't know; it's it's difficult. Like to me, I think really, Giggs is probably the only one who comes close. And I and even then, like, I find it difficult because he didn't really do it for Wales. You know, he's just that uh, he's Welsh, but so my, uh, um The one thing I said just before you came on, Rob, about because um, I asked the question right at the start was, is he the greatest British player of all time? Which obviously is a bigger, a bigger shout because you got a, you know, you got Steven Gerrard and Paul Scholes and Giggs again, and you know all these different players. But the reason why I question whether he is the the greatest British player of all time is because. He's the only one who ever got near to Ronaldo and Messi in terms of stats and performances. Oh, he's the only one who became close. Neymar was gonna be supposed to be the guy, never came close. Right. Griezmann did it two years, went to Barcelona, did absolutely sweet FA. Um Pogba never achieved what he should have. Uh, I know he's you know he hasn't retired, but he's not the kind of young footballer in his prime anymore. So it's why I said he never achieved like wh- How talented he! How talented he is, and his physical attributes. He should have been the best midfielder on a planet by a mile, and he wasn't. Um, I think, like Luis Suarez, maybe you could argue, like from a stat point, like just goals scored. I think you could argue that his time at Liverpool, last couple of seasons at Liverpool, and then his initial couple of years at Barca, I could, I think you could make an argument that he was up there with, in terms of stats and goals scored but i still don't think any other footballer came close to messi and uh, ronaldo as gareth bale did there was a point where it was Messi, ronaldo you know one and two and then it was gareth bale and there was no doubt um and i also like i don't know if you heard i said his injury record at madrid is not as bad as what people think it is like it gets exaggerated a bit or he's always injured um I do agree. Just before I get your take on all that, um, like Reese says, Griezmann's outstanding. I think because of Messi and Ronaldo, he's overlooked. Just look at the World Cup. Yeah, I agree with that. I I think Griezmann is phenomenal. And I think the mistake he made was going to Barca. I actually think at the time when he left, he should have gone to United because his mate was there in Pogba. And they played together for France. And I thought it was the best move. Like, they needed that player. Barca didn't need him. They just signed him because it was uh, our top players available. And actually, I think that hurt him because he went to Barcelona and then he played out of position. And then he wasn't able to do what he could do. And you look at what he did for for France in the, in the World Cup. He was awesome. And he played a different role again. He was playing more, like, deep and stuff. But sticking with Bale quickly, made like... Is he the greatest British player of all time? Like who you, who else is in the conversation for you?
2: Again, going based on my modern era, if you like, relatively modern era. Um I think the only person for me who would come close would be Rooney.
0: Yeah, I think Rooney's a massive shout. Because he did it. Do you know what I say about Rooney? When people question him, is if even if you um, like even if he's not as skillful as a as a Giggs or a Bale or a Ronaldo, what Rooney did is he played week in, week out from the age of sixteen, playing men's football all the way till when he retired at thirty six. He played every week, every very yep, and very very rarely was he injured. Very, like for a long period he had that one foot injury and I think other than that he might have had a couple of nibbles. I absolutely think that like Wayne Rooney would be the one where I'd be like, Yeah okay mm-hmm. I can I can accept that. But then it depends what you like what you're kind of you're basing it on, isn't it? And you're basing it on just ability, you're basing it on you doing like an overall thing of ability, stats, everything because I think if you're just going to do it on, say, ability. Right there's you know, Paul Scholes, there's Gerrard, there's um, sorry, my throat. um, Shearer Lampard. Um, you know, there's all the like if you're just going on ability, like there's there's so many you know British players over the years who have been outstanding. Roy Keane could be probably be in the conversation because of the impact. That Roy Keane had on games and on the team as a whole. Like how can you not have him in a conversation? Not
2: but who cool, are cool you there, but technically Republic of Ireland is not Britain. I suppose you are right, there. So but you know what you know you know what I mean, though. It's, it's yeah. like,
0: um, <clears throat> but I think, yeah, I think Rooney would definitely be in the conversation. A couple of people have said like Ramsey for the beat there in the conversation for the Welsh greatest of all time. Now, if you're again, if you're just talking about ability, I'd have Ramsey right up there next to Bale. And if you're talking about influence on the team, I'd have Ramsey probably even ahead of Bale, because I think Wales have always struggled more to replace Ramsey when he's out than they have when Bale's been out. Like Especially in the recent years, like with Dan James and and Kiefer Moore and people like this, a couple of the other youngsters coming through, they've been able to work around Bale not be not play in every game whereas whenever ramsey doesn't play we look average because he links everything together he's the creative force behind everything and i feel like i said um last season to Rodri on one of the shows like i think it was when he was linked with newcastle in the january window mm-hmm. and i said if Aaron ramsey hadn't broken his leg i believe he would have been become one of the best midfielders in europe because Agreed. He's shown it time and time again how good he is. That I don't think that's any doubt. But look, he just can't stay fit, and I'd be—I honestly would be amazed if he's still playing football come the next Euros. I and that makes me sad because the thought of Wales without both of them is
2: like it's
0: not the same. But like,
2: would you go to next then, mate? Would you think to flip it? Maybe who do you think is? Gonna be the one like the new, not the new guy, Bill Rams. Yes, I hate people say that, but like the new,
0: so, Well, like the new superstar, or do you just mean who's gonna yeah. come into the team yeah. and Can replace him?
2: Who's gonna be um, the, 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 the daddy that's gonna run through them? About...
0: I don't think they in, I don't think they're like first team players at the moment. Like, I think Ruben Corwell has the ability, mm. but I don't know. From what I've heard, if he's got a mentality to really go and be the absolute best, like one of the things which drove Gareth Bale on is that he had, um, this mentality that like he just everything around him he just couldn't, like, no one could, could just distract him when he was at Spurs, like that one season at Spurs. He started the season at left back, but like they were in the Champions League and he was ripping teams apart. He was like a scrawny kid and and people just couldn't see it. And obviously as he got older, he filled out and he became like more in that Ronaldo build of like an athlete. But like Gareth Bale's mentality is what drove him on as well as his quality. Same as Rooney, like the mentality of him to just go and win football matches and produce When your team needs it against a big team, or when you're 1 0 down, or when you're going out of a cup, or you know, whatever it may be, like just to turn up on the big stage and do something special. I think you know, Bale, Rooney, they had that. Obviously, we don't know if Ruben Corwell will have that. We might, I'm not saying he doesn't, but he's not playing week in, week out which is obviously, there's some sort of reason behind that, whatever it may be. Um, well, but well, people, I think he has the ability to do
2: it. Yeah, sorry to, to, to I do apologise, mate. But like, what well, people said, just to touch on Caldwell briefly, um, well, people seem to have had an agenda that um, Morrison had uh, an issue with Caldwell. Granted, he's just come back from injury in fairness. So it remains to be seen... Uh, what Hudson's going to do going forward. But, like, even when he was fit, I don't think Hudson was playing him that often. That season ticket holders in the group will probably tell me otherwise. But I don't think that, um, you know, it, it, it seems to be too much of a coincidence for it that, that two back-to-back managers are not did you know, not favour him as a starter.
0: Well, what yeah. I will say is, when I had Darren Peirce, who's obviously the under-23s or the academy manager in the studio, yeah. and when I had Mark Hudson in the studio, they both spoke so highly of Reuben Corwell in terms of his ability his met- and like the way he conducts himself. But also, I think it was Darren Purse. Someone might be able to correct me if they've seen it. Either Darren Peirce or Mark Hudson. Obviously, Mark Hudson wasn't the Cardiff manager at the time. He was first-team coach. But, I mean, they said that... Um, his brother is even better than him. Like, he's a phenomenal yeah. player. So, and which is a scary thought. But, like, also, he needs to play in position. He, he's, he's not a midfielder. I think he's, like, a, a number 10 who's going to find those little gaps and, and create. And I think the problem with that, and this is something which I think is created by the likes of FIFA and the top managers and, and social media fans, is, like, Number 10 now is like a separate thing, and it? it's not a striker and it's not a midfielder. So you almost, if you haven't got the right formation, you you sacrifice like tactically, like a, you're either sacrificing a midfielder or a striker. And you look at some of the top teams now, like they're playing, so even just look United, for instance, they play, they play Bruno, who's predominantly always been a midfielder he's like the number 10 who just drifts around and they play two old midfielders. And Cardiff have got to do that if they're going to get the best out of Ruben Corwell. They've got to play him off Robinson as a number 10, not or Isaac Davis, but they can't just shunt him out wide like England used to do to Paul Scholes because it doesn't do anything, mate.
2: Like, I don't think he's got the, the pace to be a, a winner, has he, really? No, no, he hasn't. And and, and at the end run, of the day, got be wrong.
0: But, like, if you use Paul Scholes as a, an, ex, like an example, England never got the best out of Paul Scholes because they constantly shunted him out to the left. Man United did because they built their midfield around getting the best out of him. And I think if you've got these individuals who can create or do something quality, then you build your team or your tactics around yeah. allowing those, those players to do what they do. Sawyer's uh like research has been fantastic in that deeper role. And like you play Sawyers and Rolls or Sawyer's and um what's his face? Wintel. Is Wintle no i'm yeah. thinking of. Is it Wintel? Yeah.
2: Yeah
0: yeah. Um maybe you can get the best out of Ruben Corwell. But in terms of Wales going forward, Brennan Johnson has the potential to go on and kick on. It, I think with Brennan Johnson, in terms of what you asked me, was who's the next superstar. I think Brennan Johnson potentially could be that, depending on if he keeps progress if he keeps progressing at Nottingham Forest, keeps scoring goals in a Premier League, and then he gets a big move, then he can absolutely be that guy. I think he has the ability to do it. If, like at the moment, he's in and out of the forest side, not really getting the momentum of playing games, scoring goals, then I think that could almost harm him from that. Tra- trajectory, but then I do think he's good enough. Um I've, But then I said to you before the World Cup, mate, I think Dan James is good enough to be an exceptional forward for Wales and for a Premier League team. I thought he was a great sign-in for United when they signed him. My, his problem does seem to be not um like a footballing problem. It seems to be a mental problem in terms of like he hasn't got the confidence or the belief in himself, and then that transfers to making the wrong decisions in those, you know, in the final third, whether it's his finishing or it's the final pass. But in terms of his ability and his speed, I think he's got it. Like he, he interests me, Dan James does, because I think there's something there, but I there's also something missing, and I don't quite, you know, I can't quite put my finger on it. If that makes sense, yeah, it's
2: the end product. The end is missing for him. but that
0: should be able to be coached, shouldn't it? And to me, you
2: think so? If
0: a, who was there w- when he signed for United, I think it was Van Haal, like Van Haal, a very whatever you think of him, like he's exceptional oh, coach, fantastic. Well, you know, he's been one of the best coaches in Europe over the years, just done very well with the Dutch side. If he can't coach him, and then you've got Solskjaer, one of the greatest finishers the Premier League has ever seen, if he can't coach him to finish. And then he's gone to Leeds and whatever, and they can't coach him to do the final ball. Then where's the like? What's the? There's gotta be a problem somewhere, which is causing that for me. And look, he's a young man. He's so young, Dan James. I'm surprised how young he is still. So I think he's got potential. Could be a, you know, a a top player. Um, But then you speak to anyone from the FAW, mate, or any of these Welsh coaches, or anyone involved at grass, like. You know in and around like the welsh scene they all say the same thing the 23s and the 18s which are coming through now are phenomenal they're better than anything which has come through in the last 10 years and when you think about that that's remarkable mate that they've got that much confidence in what's coming through the problem is how much of it is realistic and how much of it is bluster because you want to say you know all the money we're pumping into the yeah the youth set up is working. So I don't know. Well I guess we'll wait one minute and we'll see.
2: Yeah, um, I think just be prepared, I think, for another transitional period, I think. That's the reality well,
0: thing to say. I th- we thought that after the Euro two thousand sixteen, didn't we? Or certainly when certainly when gigs took over, I think it took him time, didn't it, to put his stamp on it and he brought in youngsters and got rid of you know how robson Carney and ashley williams and the rest of them but like i think now there's enough of the core squad who will still be around at least for a couple of years like you know ben um ben davis at the back and then you've got a mix of like him but then you've also got like cabango and you've got like yeah, Am- amper Amp- Amp- to me mate is the one which I He's think
2: the captain, mate. He is. For
0: me. I think he should be the captain, but I don't know if they will give it. But then I think he should be the captain and he should be the, the holding midfielder. He should be the first yes. name on the team sheet. But they I insist on Allen, playing him in defense.
2: I, I think come, I know they're going to retire, but I don't think we'll see Big Wayne anymore. Gunter gone. I don't think we'll see Joe Allen. I'd, I'd be surprised if we see Ramsey put on a Welsh shirt again, mate. I think. But I think no. Friendlies come around. I think there'll be a bit of a change in the guard. Of course, you'll have your uh, Ben Davis. He will still be there. Joe Rodon, Connor Roberts, Harry Wilson, and that. But I would not be surprised if like, your Hennessys, your uh, Ramseys, your Joe Allens, and not near the squad. I would not be surprised at all.
0: Um, I wouldn't pick him for the next couple of games anyway, regardless, because I would say, right, now, you know, this is your chance to show me what you've got. Yeah, and, and then I would say to Ramsey, like, Ramsey's 31. Um, you know, if he can go and go somewhere and play and stay fit, I still say he's got a lot to offer Welsh football and help the likes of Reuben Corwell and Purdue, Brennan Johnson and the rest of them just settle in to play in regularly for their country. But it's, uh, it's one of them things, isn't it? Like, you just don't know how it's going to go. Um, Joe yeah, Allen looked like he was... Joe Allen was not fit in the World Cup and probably shouldn't have played, let's be honest. Sorry. Like, Joe Allen. Oh, um, yeah. He was like running in tar um and i love you know i love Joel and, and everything he's done for wales but it was like a bridge too far like he was too yeah. he was too um but to be fair as much as there were certain things i thought uh that uh robert page got wrong in the world cup i did think he got some of it particularly his in-game stuff i actually think one of the things he got right was he played He kept Amperdu on in in the holding midfield uh, role like almost as long as he could until he was literally running on fumes. And I thought that was the right decision. Like, but then in the next game, he brought Joe Allen on. Yeah, I don't. Um, Right. So, in one word, mate, is Gareth Bale the greatest British player of all time? Yes. There you go. So, as said by Robert Boyle, it must be true that. Gareth Bale is the greatest. Um I wanna quickly sort of talk about um the FA Cup and the Carabao Cup and stuff, which has yeah. happened over the last week, mate. Um few shocks in the FA Cup, mate. Wrexham flying. It's uh, mad mate. Rex Wrexham is I'd love to be a Wrexham fan, mate. Like they must be loving life Unbelievable. at the moment. They just gotta be loving it. The football they play is phenomenal, mate. they just they they concede so many, but it's like yeah, we'll just score more than what you will, and it always seems to be like last minute winners and the rest of it. Um, I was surprised to see Newcastle go out, mate. I gotta be honest, but I think, um, I think they were focused on the Carabao Cup. And when you look at how that Carabao Cup draw has opened up now, like they probably were right to focus on that because that's a trophy they could win. Like, you look at that Carabao Cup, mate, Man City gone out. And yes. Newcastle and Man United avoided each other in the semi-finals draw. Like, if you're Eddie Howe and the Saudis, you're like, right, let's get a trophy. You've got to, it. Like, regardless of whether you, people think... Like, it makes me laugh, that the League Cup, because if you go out of it, it's a Mickey Mouse thing, and it? But if you win it, oh, it's a trophy. It's, yeah. it's just one of them. Um, but, yeah, I was surprised to see them go out of the FA Cup they lost to Sheffield Wednesday. Um, that that I like that Josh Windass mate. I do. Um, he a couple. Right. He could have had a hat trick. He hit the bar of the free kick. I Perfect. really, really do like him, and I don't think it'll be too long till a Premier League team picks him up. Um, but I mean, a few Premier League teams struggled. Tottenham sort of struggled against Portsmouth. Leeds struggled against Cardiff. I thought Cardiff were excellent. Um, and like, look. I don't want to be that guy who slags off fans and stuff. But, like, these people who were, like, slagging Hudson off because Leeds come back from 2-0 down, it's like, come on, mate. Like, you've just watched Cardiff finally play well. They've scored a couple of goals, finally. They've got Isaac Davis back and a couple of other players who've really stepped up. Like, focus on that. Don't be... Like, I just don't get the negativity all the time. I really don't. Um, It found it interesting, actually, that Mark Hudson said... Um, that he'd spoken to the owners and, and the Neil Warnock rumors with you know, bullshit or whatever, which normally means that he's going to get sacked a couple of days later and Neil Warnock will be in charge. But I don't know, it is where it is, mate.
2: That game is going to be getting there.
0: Yeah, look, I hope that if they could take that form into the pra- into the championship, I think they've got a good chance, mate, of winning some games. But also, um, do you know what else, mate, is I think, um, it wasn't just the performance it wasn't just you know having certain players back and stuff the thing which pleased me the most was tactically particularly in the first sort of hour or so i thought um mark hudson got his spot on hmm. and i think a couple of times he's played about with tactics and stuff like that but he Mark Hudson got his spot on against leeds um oh the, the man with the flat tires just arrived let's bring uh bring rodders in now you there mate or not Rodri, do we jump outside? Um, no, i just see where he is now. See what he's in. Here he is, Mr. Flat yeah, Iron Man. You're right, Rodri. Right, yeah, mate. Yes, mate. Rob jumped, jumped in to talk. So we've just been talking about Gareth Bale, mate, for 40 minutes. Oh, um, okay. so we're just kind of, um, just a quick question for you. Obviously, you're a bit, a bit older than us, and you, it's particularly <laughs> me, you're much older than me. Um, what about um, Gareth Bale? like... Obviously, I don't think there's any debate that he's the greatest Welsh player of all time, um, or Welsh international of all time. We decided there was a difference between greatest Welsh-born player of all time and greatest Welsh international of all time. Is he the greatest British player of all time? It's an argument
1: in him and Wayne Rooney. I think we, awesome we, we, I think we do a disservice to to players like. George Best, Bobby Charlton, yeah, um, you know these players of the past as well. No oh, Gaza,
0: yeah, it's like recency bias, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent.
2: People you can only call it on what we've seen recently, though. I think, isn't it? Unless oh, you... Rece, Rece, Oh, recently. Well, recently, Wayne
1: Rooney's recently. So,
0: yeah, that's what Rob said. Wrote, uh, said was re- yeah. Rooney was like the? What the you one got to think, think about
1: is what you've got to think about is. He's
0: had a, a great career or not, but, you know, he started at
1: Southampton. He was left back at Tottenham. He was on the bench for a year. They couldn't win a game away from home when Gareth Bale played inside. the side. Yeah. And yeah. then he went on to become the Gareth Bale. Now, Wayne Rooney was a superstar from his 16 to the end of his career.
0: Yeah, yeah. So And funny enough, that's what, like, my point with Rooney was, like, not only did he play from 16 to 36 or whatever he played, but he played week in, week out at that level at all times. Even when he fell out with Fergie, he was still scoring goals. Even when he had that thing where Phil Bardsley knocked him out, he still scored goals. Even when he, you know, he had the thing with the um the granny and all that, he still scored goals. Like no matter what like, was right. going on, he still scored goals. Like, and I just think he only had one really serious injury, like that, um consistency over time is unheralded really like it's um but then in terms of um what we said was if you're talking like best Welsh international of all oh, time yeah then Gareth Bale is but, yeah there's not even an argument is that he's miles away but if you're yeah. talking best Welsh you know Welsh footballer or whatever then obviously your brother's in there like you can't like if someone's won everything and one club and literally just won everything, but not only that. Consistency changed his position when he got older. You can't, you can't forget that. And I think um, it's kind of one of them things. Um, I wanted to ask you, mate. Well, actually, just before you sort of came on, we were just talking about Newcastle. They went out with the FA Cup on Saturday to Sheffield Wednesday, but I said I wondered whether they were focused on the quarter final of the Carabao Cup. Because if you look at how that draw in the semi-final has opened up for Newcastle and Man United particularly, but obviously there's four teams in it. But like Ten Hag and Eddie Howe will be licking their lips at that. They've stayed apart. Man City are out. It's there. That's a trophy. It's Mickey Mouse when you go out of it, but it's a trophy when you stay in. It's just the way it is isn't it but yeah it's it, you no know, it's you call it a Mickey Mouse cup but
1: you know it's, it's, it's only that if you like say if you go out it's you know it's it's a good cup run it's uh yeah it's a chance to France got Wembley United haven't been there for a bit Newcastle haven't been there for a long while because I'm one thing for for a long time so if he can win something there then yeah he'll be he'll be he'll be lauded there but uh yeah it's still tough tough fixture, though. I'd still fancy us. we over two. Over one one game? Mm, possibly, but two games? I can't see us getting the over two games. Newcastle, Southampton. If Southampton played like they did last night, then they've got a chance, but I'd still fancy Newcastle. Yeah, I think trophy. it'll be a Newcastle gone. gone
2: As, would Eddie Howe failed this season if he don't get a trophy dragon?
1: No, no. I, I, I um, no, I think That's he. I, th- I think he's overachieving at the minute. Be. I think he's overachieving at the minute. Um, um, you know, I think Newcastle fans have been in the doldrums for so long; they're just happy to be competing and to be to be near finals. And yeah, you know, they, they eat and breathe and sleep uh, football over there, don't they? So, yeah, I don't think if he gets him to the final, then no, it'd be. Um, It'll be a day out for them, you know, they're in the mix and they'll be happy with that. Yes, they'll be they'll be gutted about it if they do get beat and get to the final, but they've got a massive chance, big chance. You'll but say he's... a lot
2: about the owners, I think, won't it? You'll say well, a lot about the go. owners, whether they pull the trigger if uh, Eddie doesn't come away with a trophy this season and they finish outside top six or wherever and they pull a trigger on him. I think that will say a lot about where that club's going to go going forward
0: yeah definitely and but also I think if he was able to win the Carabao Cup like that will buy him time that will buy him yeah. a bit more time than perhaps he will get otherwise but also like if you look at 10 Haga United like if he can get that trophy in the bag six months after he's come in the turnaround is so quick and so great from where they were at the end of last year that I think that can have the a similar effect so it's, it's fascinating and then which I want to talk about next is Chelsea, are literally just buying everyone. So, there you go. Like, and what not win a game. Well, and they still can't win a game, but they like. I think look, they're now draw. They're drawing with Fulham. David, oh, John They scored Have they just chat? Yeah, Koulibaly just scored. So they've signed uh, Jao Felix from Atletico Madrid. They signed the other guy. The I forgot his name. The the striker who's coming in at the end of the season, like, at what point does it become ridiculous? Like they've got so many players again. Like, do you remember last year, um, a few years ago, uh, Rodri when they had like they had like forty-five players out on loan, didn't they? And yeah. it, was, everyone used to sort of mock it.
1: Well, this is what been... Chelsea of old used to do. Remember Viale, to like, all these big names. They were just a cup team though, and then Jose Mourinho come and changed it round. But, yeah, it just seems to be, no. Yeah, just buy him, get him, and just there you go. But you think that can't be the case with this manager. I'm sure it can. But they've obviously given him what he wants or what, what he needs because they spent, what, £200 million and they sacked the manager?
0: Yeah. Well, did you see that comment here this week? They, someone um, from within the club said that um, if people knew the truth about why Thomas Tuchel was sacked, they would understand it which I found uh, quite interesting because obviously no one really understands, do they? We don't give a manager that much money and then just sack him when he's doing all right. Yeah. But like I said to you last week, mate, I think graham it's the wrong fit for Graham Potter, not necessarily the wrong fit for Chelsea. And I'm not convinced that he's the one who's got a say in signing these players. But they've signed, you know, they're signing all these players. you It's very difficult to blood and and gel all these players all in one. Um, mate, uh, Reese has got a question for you, Rodri. He says, Um, as a sub, what's it like coming onto the pitch after 70 or 80 minutes? Is it easier because you're up against a tired defense, or is it hard because you have to try and get up to the speed of the game? Um,
1: it depends, it depends, depends if you're if you're drawing or winning that don't actually no it doesn't um no it doesn't no uh, no i used to like coming on uh well obviously, you used to hate being sub but which was not a lot which was not a lot but when i was if i come on then yeah you have to make a you have to make it you you're sub for a reason so you, you don't want to be sub so you have to show the manager that that why he's putting you on and and yeah, and I always found them, yeah, it was easier for me when I come on 60, 70 minutes because they were tired and slowing down.
0: Yeah. Yes, to answer your question, yeah. Interesting. Um, Did you watch the Cardiff-Leeds game, Rodri? Uh I did, actually, yeah. What did you make of it? Yeah,
1: it was a good game. It was unlucky in the end. Um, But then they could have lost it in the end. But um, no, it was uh, it's got in now. Probably time. cup time, yeah. Well. It was great cup ties. It's a good, it's a good, it's great ground that you know, it's full like that. You've got, you've got what five, six thousand Cardiff to make it a bit of a, a better balance than what they usually get as if it was two or three thousand. So, yeah, it was a proper cup game, proper good atmosphere. And they were lucky in the end, to be honest.
0: Yeah, I thought um, Isaac Davis being back for Cardiff is massive. Like, if they can get him firing, because in terms of his development, I feel like. He is miles ahead of some of the other younger players like Harris and um, even Corwell. I'd say like Isaac Davis looks ready to play week in week out, and he runs leads all over the place. But obviously, first game back, he looked a bit tired by the time he went off. But hopefully, Hudson can get Like if they could take, if they play like that in the league, they'll they'll be they'll have a nice, comfortable, enjoyable end of the season because they played well, but. Their form in the uh, championship has been epically bad, shall we say? Um, Carabao Cup, right, Rob? Who's going to win the Carabao Cup for you? And Forest play United over two legs in the semi-final, and then um, Southampton play uh, Newcastle. Newcastle. Really interesting. Yeah.
2: I go Newcastle. Newcastle-United
0: final, I think Newcastle will do them. So, um, it's interesting. I think um, I do think that it'll be a United-Newcastle final. I think that's pretty, pretty nailed on. Obviously, you never know, dude. Like, Southampton just beat Man City 2-0, so you can't doubt them. But yeah. Newcastle have been very good this year. They'll be a bang-up for it. And I They'll think be the ten first
2: team to play. him. Mean, I think United won't
0: play their first team. I, d- I admit mean, they will. I think if you look at if you look at the even the last sort of ten games that Ten Hag has played, and they've had loads of games in close succession, he's played a very, very strong team, and he's just rotated one or two. And I just think um into you want to win the trophy. And I think they should beat Forest, but they've just got to be careful because Forest do have a few decent players but Roger I wanted to speak to you about Ten Hag they've signed this striker the Dutch boy who scored two against Argentina in the World Cup Um it's very much stopgap signing but like from what you've seen since last week so obviously we did the show Thursday they played Everton Friday won pretty comfortably Frank Lampard's got to be on the verge of being sacked I'd imagine and um, he's had a couple of confidence today, by the chairman. Well, he'd be gone the by Monday. <laughs> be gone by Monday, then. Um, <laughs> and then, obviously, they comfortably—well, I say comfortably—beat Charlton. It looked more comfortable by the end, but they did have a lot of chances. Like, what has Ten Hag done to? Because he has, no matter like what you say, he's turned like he's turned United around drastically in six months. Like, why is it so different?
1: Uh, he's obviously got a, a winning mentality and a good a good philosophy. We've seen that in the past where he's been, changed it very quickly. Where he was at his previous club and then at Ajax when so he went to Ajax. Can't remember the first club he went to, Summer Eagles or something like that. Mm. But he, he, he turned them round. Uh, he's done it with Ajax and now he's doing it at United. Uh, so if it was any other manager, like mm, this player, but I, I just just totally trust the manager and what he's doing. Uh, he's not been, not Mr B. Um, handled the Ronaldo well, uh, situation really well. Marcus Rashford mm. is just a total different player. Now, if yeah, anyone's telling me that's not down to the manager, then I'm trying to shut up because it's totally down to the manager. Oh yeah,
2: absolutely I, I'm old, no, reading, no, played, conferencing, uh, bringing uh, Benny McCarthy yes.
1: in to help him out, yes. which is obviously helping him out, and he just looks like a different player. Looks like the player that we imagine he, he should be. Um, Yeah, this so this forward coming, I just think you know it's it's support. It's another striker to put up there. I think Marshall will still be the, the the main striker or Rashford, and he will get a game here or there. Or he may get, may he may surprise and play a lot and get an appful because he's a centre forward. If you stick him in in the box, then he scores goals. You see that in the World Cup. So, um, yeah, like I say, trust the manager, whatever he's doing, because he's not missed a beat so
0: far. The way um, the way United play, I actually think that horse is going to end up scoring like 10, 12 goals by the end of the season. Yeah, yeah he could um, be. He's a ve- I, was, I was looking at some highlights of him uh, the other day. He's actually a very, very good finisher. But what he also has is he's. Um, he's got a very similar mentality to uh, like you, Mark, you know, like Martinez, yeah, and uh, the way he's come in, Anthony, they got a bit of um, bit of nastiness in them and a bit of passion. Yeah. And I think when you look at the quality that he's brought, you can't like you can't argue I mean, with I think he... people, like
1: you know, like,
0: like what's the right word?
1: Um... Okay, well, they think he's a donkey, mate. I've seen so many yeah. people oh, play for Burnley, uh,
0: he's this holiday, he's a Dutch international, he fell out with the Burnley players a week after he joined and that's why he ended up not playing and going. He still scored a couple of goals, not many, but, yeah, but like yeah, that, he you know, fell out with the whole team, apparently. So it's like,
1: all right. Well, these, these, these Dutch players have got that about them, haven't they? They've got that yeah. kind of arrogance about them. Uh,
0: it, was, um, it was the Dutch player who used to fall out with people all the time. Was it Camp or was it? No, it, it was... Yeah, um, Van Heidonk. That's the one. Yeah, he was just a nightmare everywhere he went. He was just like fall out with everyone. Good finisher though. Make, uh... That's why he always got a club because he could score mm-hmm. goals. Oh, Chelsea got yes.
1: a man sent off.
0: Good. It's really they've really rubbed me up the wrong way, Chelsea. i just by because I feel like they're signing players they don't need, and that just bugs me and yeah, well, they, like... centre- they need the center forward. So this Joe they need him, but... but he's 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 yeah, but that's that's what is my thing, right? Joe Felix is not a centre forward. He's more of like um, like a Rashford or a, even a Bruno. Like he's a, he's not an out and out centre forward. They've got Pierre Van Hooydonk on the bench, who now is in a position he Aubameyang. can't he can't play for anyone except Chelsea or Barcelona. Um, Abayang, yes, sorry, he can't he can't play for he can't play, for, he, can't play for, he can't play for Chelsea or Barcelona. Like. They're the only two teams sorry he can play for He can't play he's, for anyone else.
1: Know, any, anyone's anyone buying him he's just a bad egg it, what, if on, you mean, look you into said... the stuff that look into the stuff that was doing at arsenal yeah i just need to look at his car that he drives and think he's a knobhead. he's, he's just a bell and it doesn't beat uh daddy ali's pink uh, pink rolls royce well, well,
0: did you, you know. Did you
2: see his um what's that program on mtv um cribs I mean, cribs not it he's done a cribs on it during lockdown wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> jesus yeah
0: he's um he's a character but you did say roger at the start of the season when united were sort of looking around for players you wouldn't be devastated if he had gone to united as a striker like i just think his attitude stinks and it's going to just spread very quickly
1: if you haven't got strong characters in the dressing room yeah 100 percent
0: like Reese has just made a very good point he said that joe felix the reason he fell out with Diego Simo- Simeone is because his attitude absolutely stinks. So, like, and this is my thing with, with with Graham Potter. This is why I'm not sure he was the right. It was right for him to go to Chelsea. Is can you see Aubameyang or some of these big name players from around Europe? Are they going to listen to Graham Potter? And I don't think that they will. But what Graham Potter's got to do? But that's bad. guy. That.
1: that's bad. That. Like they can't be doing that. The professional but footballers. It's, it's, just yeah, because, it's just because his name's Graeme Potter, doesn't mean... What, cause but how many times have S-Breen? we
0: no. seen him over the years? That's a poor mentality so, for thinking like that, don't they? We've seen CA United and Solskjaer. There was people who weren't listening to him. And I think... No, no,
1: no, no, no. It's not, no, 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 They weren't listening to him. Solskjaer was too soft. That was his problem. It's not weren't listening to him. He was too soft. So, you, super, you could see that. Look where he's come in with an iron fist, discipline, not taking on no shit. Boom. It was too soft. It was there, I'm trying to be better like Alex Ferguson. There was fucking no chance
0: because
1: yeah. he's not, he's just not the same character. Just not the same character. Don't get
0: me wrong, they're both winners, but they're different. Different in many ways. I'd um, love to know what um, Aubameyang was up to at Arsenal. Like, I haven't seen that. I'm going to have to have a look at that because, um, Reece just said on the Amazon documentary, they they had Arteta's mic on, and he said he's got a file full of all the stuff that Aubameyang has, has done. Like so, like he's a bad egg. game. and my thing is, Graham Potter's got to do what Ten Hag did with Ronaldo. If it's Aubameyang, if it's Felix, if it's whoever it is, it, it doesn't matter if it's the best player in the team or a youngster. He's got to stamp his authority and take no shit, and he has yeah, to do I've, it. I've been, look, I've, been look, I've been looking at the person who brought him in. First, why are you bringing him in
1: today? Yeah. mind you, touch touch, it. He wanted him because he had a relationship with yeah, him, he he brought, yeah. He yeah. brought a bammy
0: in, didn't he? And then obviously, Potter's brought in Felix now. Um, now he's now he's stuck with him, yeah. Uh, Rye says, Congratulations to Roderick Giggs joining Darwin FC as first team coach, yeah. Cool,
1: oh, well done, mate. Stephen, it's Darwin with an E, is it? Yeah, it.
0: But so, yeah, my first training session last night. So what's how, how was that? It was alright. It's good. Back in back in the coaching game, you still coaching the kids though, as well. Yeah, I've
1: just caught that. Well, that's what I, that's what I got flat tie on the way back from. I fucking went to do a shortcut, and this road is just all pot- oh, hell. <coughs> oh, was
0: fuming, fuming. So, what did you when you went to that for first session yesterday? Did you know any other team beforehand, or was it just uh, fresh? Um, I,
1: knew, I knew, I knew a couple of them. Obviously, I know the manager because I've known him for 15 years. i played with him. And then when I was manager, he was my captain. So, yeah, I know, I know a couple of them. But I've been down to watch them before because it's only 15 minutes from me. So, mm. um, yeah, but they're doing well at the minute. They're six unbeaten and they've got home game Saturday. So, yeah, nice little ground, nice little clubhouse. Yeah, it's good. What's their
0: thinking in bringing in Rodri Giggs then, do you think?
1: they just, need help. They, just need, they just 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 need just need help they've, both, they've just been two for a long time and yeah um and it's just it's just Alex that the coach and Kenny's the manager we don't really get involved in the coach hes also Alex So I'm just helping Alex out really I'm just helping and a bit of experience
0: so how will you deal with an Abamiang like player Fucking get out see like <laughs> get out get out. Get out. You and
1: your fucking mirrored Lamborghini do what. Is that what he's got, a mirrored Lamborghini, is oh, it? Yeah, it's Bellend. Bellend. Yeah, I don't think... I, I don't know which one I prefer. Look at me. From. I'm the flashiest fucking knobhead in the world. Look at me, <laughs> air, look at me fucking orange tracksuit. Look at me fucking yellow trainers. We can see you, mate. Don't worry about it.
0: Can't miss you. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, it's a weird one, isn't it? Like, these people... <laughs> Um, I said it were a very interesting one. No surprise that Chelsea are also linked with him, but that Kyle Walker Peters has been linked with Southampton. Uh, sorry, from Southampton to United if they get rid of Juan Basaka in the January window. Well, I'd be surprised if Peck didn't have a look at him because he had a, a front row seat yesterday and he was, he was ripped really into pieces, didn't he? Yeah, really um,
1: good, quick, tenacious. Yeah, really good. Think, uh, think of anyone a
0: sniff. I think it's absolutely mental, by the way. That none of these clubs, more Premier League clubs, are not looking at that Marcus uh, Turan, French player Rico Henry as well for Brentford, left back, really good. But like Marcus Turan for a striker who's just been, you know, in a World Cup final, is like 15 million euros he's going for, and at the moment it seems like only Chelsea are talking to him. Sorry, he's
2: another yeah, one you d- you, you never, problems. you
0: never know those sides. You? You're saying,
1: apparently, you never know. These agents that just haven't got one team left them.
0: One no, player. that's very true. These agents are fucking talking to everybody. Especially everyone,
1: when you? you're French international, you're not going to have one team after
0: you you. Think so? But then Chelsea no, well, are just well, speaking. Chelsea like are speaking to everyone, isn't they? I do? Chelsea are just speaking to everyone. I reckon. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. like a group chat with all the footballers. Uh, Rob, uh, what are we going to say, um, Rob, about Turan?
2: No, apparently that two Rams got an attitude problem as well. Because there was a thing during um, the uh, during COVID when all the grounds were empty or whatever, and COVID was mental, and he um, spat at some player, didn't he? That was it. And, he got, and he got a little Tommy Pickle over it. and mm. Apparently, it's like a it's an ongoing thing. He's got a bit of a, a temper about him for that way. So yeah, yeah Reese just said
0: there—he spat in the face of an opposition player. Oh, what he,
2: an horrible French. Fucker. Right in prime time, uh, as well,
0: oh, Yeah, that's, that's that's not good, is it? But yeah. it's like um, it's one of them things, right? All these players have got an attitude problem until they get a manager who they get on with or they understand them or whatever. Like, Mate, it's, not, it's not always the case. Some of them have just got just a bad eggs. Yeah, it's but like you day, look day. at look at Cantona, mate. He was unmanageable to a certain extent, and then Fergie kind of gave him a bit of leeway, and you know, yeah, we still had but, a few yeah,
1: issues. you got you got to understand, Ferguson was an, a really experienced manager, and he treated him differently from everyone. I mean, everyone and everyone. It pissed everyone off, but they accepted it because you know he was professional. He turned up. He he won games. So they they understood it, and you know he he kind of was that next step for United going to that next level.
0: Yeah. Uh, what did he very quickly? What did they, What did he like? How did he treat him differently to other players then? Because if he right, always turned up and right, had, like to you, train yeah, in and the rest of it. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. Uh, Shirt sh- black, sh- black. You uh, black tie do, club do, make sure everyone's dressed. Papal plate there. there. Um, so someone will come in like a, a, a like brown shoe or a different tie or whatever. He'd go fucking mad. Eric turns up, fucking suit on, white t-shirt, white trainers, and he pull <laughs> he pull him all in front of the lads and goes, "See lads, this is stylist. This is." <laughs> yeah, man, what? Oh, yeah, what? <laughs> <laughs> everyone would be spewing. Love it. But then, little, like, little, little cappuccino jinking while like, <laughs> like, You know what? <laughs> <laughs> so that's then, that's the kind of that's, yeah,
0: kind of I like that. But then Reese says, there, right? He says, um, when Warnock was at QPR, that's what he did with, um, uh, Adele Tarabat. Yeah, it yeah, just let him Crystal f-
1: Palace, Crystal no one Palace. was allowed to tackle oh, him. Crystal Palace, they coming, uh, Bruce has done something wrong at half time or something, and they're going, and Bruce is going, fucking hell, I'm glad fucking Eric's done that. I'm not going to fucking. So he's coming at half time or coming, fucking blasting Bruce and turned to Eric and gone, Eric, you can't do that, son. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do it. And then just fucking blast, just that's the kind of thing he's, he's fucking hammering out like our kid, but or anyone else but turned. Eric, you can't do that song. <laughs> nice, calm accent. Give him, a and little then you see Eric, go, oh, you, know, Eric
0: really a friend, you know, Yeah, yeah you know. Oh, sorry. <laughs> but then it worked, didn't it? And I think yeah. Well,
1: the other so you players. Put someone in the fucking crowd, and you think he's yeah, yeah he's gonna go sick. Yeah.
0: Oh man, Eric, you <laughs> can't do that song. <laughs> what was um? <laughs> yeah, come on, mate. Why? Yeah, and then Steve Bruce gets the blame for not stopping him he'd done something, something something daft on the pitch but nothing
1: he had two footed someone in the head and then fucking punched him yeah, that, was, that, was <laughs> mental, that was mental that was that still is, that is
0: one of the most mental things I've ever seen on a football no. pitch like just when just, the yes. goals follow the trial <laughs> that was his response right to it's finish because up because they think sardines will be thrown into <laughs> the seagulls what a man he was there he was at Old Trafford the other day wasn't he for a game yeah, um, so uh, we'll just do our predictions quickly for uh Saturday to finish off some big games. Uh, oh, this room could be interesting. So, Rob, you can get involved as well. We'll go where uh, Rodri, you go first. Brighton, Fulham, are... Fulham start. go on, Fulham. Brighton home to Liverpool. I'm going 2 1 to Brighton, 2 0. Liverpool.
2: Oof. What about you, Rob? What you got there? 3 1 Liverpool.
0: I'm gonna see if he changes that to Br- Brighton are on don't fire. It dreadful. Make take more than one game for you to catch up with me. No. Um Nottingham Forest home to Leicester. I've gone one all. Mm-hmm. Uh Roger, yeah, you go yeah. first mate. Forest home to Leicester. Did Leicester play this week? Did didn't they? Yeah, they yeah. lost yesterday, didn't they, to uh someone. Yeah,
1: Newcastle. No, Forest. Is
0: it Newcastle? Uh, I can't remember.
1: Maybe. Newcastle. Newcastle.
2: Sure. Yeah,
0: because on Yeah, because Forest went on penalties,
2: weekend,
0: they? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Forest, Leicester. I've gone 1 all. Rodri's got. And we're all Leicester. 2 1. Uh, Rob.
2: 1 0. Forest.
0: 1 0. Uh, Wolverhampton Wanderers at home to West Ham... I've gone 2 1 to Wolves because I've been quite impressed since the new manager came in with them. They don't score too many, but they scored a couple, mate, after you said they wouldn't score. West Ham need problem. a win. West Ham need a win. 1-0. God do they? West Ham need a win, or they're going to be down there with Everton. Um Rob, Wolves, West Ham.
2: Nil nil. That's got nil nil written all over it.
0: Good shout, good shout. Uh, versus... by Antonio. Uh, that going with Brentford uh versus Bill Bournemouth I've gone 2-1 to Brentford uh what Brentford. No.
1: What
0: well. no. Dingles to Who's who's the Dingles I don't know uh Rob who you got Brentford Bournemouth uh
2: 2-0 Brentford
0: and then finally, you no, know, yeah, uh, Newcastle versus Fulham. Newcastle at home. I've gone 3 1 Newcastle. Newcastle is that Sunday? So, yeah. I, is it at Newcastle that? Yeah, two o'clock.
1: Yeah. Fulham player uh, travel there 2 0 Newcastle.
0: Yeah, I've gone 3 1 Newcastle. You've you got uh, Robert?
2: Yeah, I got 3 1 Newcastle. I think they'd be puffed out after tonight.
0: And then uh, finally, Spurs. At home to the league leaders, Arsenal, North London oh. Derby, 4 Super Sunday. I've got 3 2 to Arsenal. Oh. Spurs Wait, to two? At Spurs. Spurs been shit lately. 2 2. 2 2. Oh, River Desmond 2 2, is it? Uh, there we go. Come on. Arsenal, i on fire. Two Can't be bird. after Spurs. Rubbish. Ooh, there we go. Arsenal for the win. Um, Last question then. Will Arsenal bottle it? When will Arsenal yeah. bottle it? Yeah. <laughs>
2: when?
0: Yeah. Uh, March, April. Yeah, I, I said last week, I think if United take four points or more from City and Newcastle, uh, sorry, City and Arsenal games, which is their next two games, and I think United are banging the race for the title. I don't give a shit if it's his first season. Because the reason I think it's all going to fall into place for him if they get those results, like if they beat City and draw with Arsenal, for instance, I just think Arsenal will falter. Man City just cannot seem to get that run I'd going. I'd rather draw with City game. and beat Arsenal. Well, I think when Arsenal take them, lose...
1: Take them back.
0: Yeah, well, I think... You know, Arsenal could lose to Spurs, mate. They like because it's just one of them games. We well, think, Derby's
1: the game where it could be anyone's gonna, yeah.
0: You know, unless it's it, it, it can... Cardiff Swans, we know Swans is gonna win that, yeah. Well, it's like that's like the most <laughs> nailed on result ever, isn't it? Like, they're gonna, South... gonna win one this year. No, they never win a South Wales Derby, mate. It's joke, just cheering up every day. But like that man, man, uh, United Man City game is fascinating, just very quickly. Do you think, um. Like, do you think United can get their
1: three points there, mate? United, it's, it's back in like ten years ago. City have got to be bang at it. Well, City don't have to bang at it. United have to be bang at it, and City have to be average to win. So, but if you United are at it and City are at it, it's going to be a really good game. But yeah, you know, if City and United are both are, you've got a red city. But you know, it's going to be a good
0: game. But City have got um, to be at it. If they're not, and United are, we'll do it So, uh. Craig just asked the question, so if United were to take no points from those two games, would that be the end of them? Well, yeah, if they take no points from those games, they 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 will will not be in the the title break. It would be
1: the end of the
0: league. Yeah. Any chance of winning the league? I just think, psychologically, if they were to get two good results against those two teams, the way the season seems to be panning out and the way United are playing and the form they're in, and just the mentality change, I just think that you'd be stupid to just say, oh, it's too soon. Like I just think it, you know, football's weird, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I didn't realise that the Chelsea player who got sent off was Zhao Felix on his debut, <laughs> yeah, fifty-eight minutes. <laughs> Jesus, uh, got a bad attitude, have not he? Fucking hell, eight million. million. get a
2: thirty-day return.
0: Wow, <laughs> <laughs> you <ever> seen <laughs> and you
2: get
0: a receiver. much they pay eight million for four mean. months or whatever. He's making four substitutes. Yeah, you know, not. not Rob, um, Rob, nice one, mate, for for jumping in at the start. Uh, enjoy talking, God. Gareth Bale. Appreciate you jumping in last minute, Rodri. Come on, get the AA on the case. Yeah, no, put the tires out. No. Watch out Shit, for the potholes. Fucking. Dot roads out. Nice one, lads. Cheers nice to everyone. Guys. Cheers. Later.
1: Cheers. Later. Cheers. Cheers.